Hello, and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. In this episode, I want to talk for a brief moment about Christian persecution. Um, Especially here in the West and in America, there is this uh, constant conversation about Christians and Christian values being uh, under attack, oppressed, put down. And it often is a main talking point in in different political settings, but a lot of the um, mainline and uh, like I guess not just mainline, but uh, a lot of the, the 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 loudest parts of American Christian perspective right now, right? Uh, white Christian evangelicals uh, is that Christianity is under attack. Christianity, Christian values are constantly being put down, sought out, persecuted, and I have heard so many white people specifically, um, more than more than other American groups, but white people here in the United States talk about being persecuted for their beliefs. And it there's a, a, a slight problem with this perspective. Um, and a lot of it comes from the Bible talking in like... Um, Matthew 10 22 where it says and you will be hated by everyone because of my name and whoever will endure it until the end will be saved um, or in uh, Matthew 5 uh, I forget where but in Matthew 5 it says blessed are you when people insult you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for as the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you um, and there's other parts in the New Testament or Second Testament that often talk about this sort of thing, or they talk about it in the First or Old Testament as well, um, being persecuted in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. And a lot of times we hear different conversations being had uh, about this sort of thing here in America. And fact of the matter is that it just is not the same. It is, it is not, and it's not really persecution in a more strict sense of the word. Right? Persecution is um, someone to hostily um, to go after someone hostily or give ill treatment, especially because of ethnic, religion, sexual or political, or sexual orientation or political beliefs. Um, and they, they, there's often the, the, this issue of people taking opposition 
or debate or refuting something that is incorrect as persecution. I have recently, um, recently in the, within the last year, I should say, um, tried to have a conversation with someone about uh, the fact that the Bible translation that they were reading had some gaps in it, some holes in it, that it was missing some clear things and that some of the ideas that they were holding were not actually scripturally aligned with even the translation that they were reading, but just in general with a more true translation. And that person took it very poorly, which you you can understand being told that some part of your belief you hold is wrong. Uh, It doesn't always go well, but this person took it so very poorly and, and had made the comment, why are you... You know, persecuting my beliefs, my faith, my thoughts, my, you know, and, and there's just this extreme flip of all of a sudden having a conversation or having an opposition to a belief that is held um, went from zero to 60 really fast, right? You went from just, uh, hey, that, that doesn't sound right. That isn't correct. That is incorrect. Uh, to, from hearing that and having a conversation to all of a sudden you're uh, you're attacking me you're persecuting me and I remember doing this sort of thing a long time ago it was a defense mechanism of sort right there one of the ideologies of kind of a more right-wing conservative Christian um, upbringing, or at least for, for places that I went to church in the 90s and early 2000s, was to teach um, apologetics of sorts and learning how to debate and to just hammer home with such vigorous confidence the things that you were told in church and in youth group and Bible studies that it was hard for others to hold a candle against you. And that if people didn't accept that, that truth, that gospel proclamation that you made, that they were persecuting you. And I remember um, being, I think I was 19, uh, working somewhere and I was arguing with a co-worker um, on Facebook, of all things, um, over the institution of marriage and we went back and forth and I was losing because I did not have the facts or the education to understand all the anthropology of human history and life um, and was saying uh, very incorrect things and eventually as I was losing I just went and flipped to the, why are you attacking me? Why can't you just let me have my beliefs, my positions, my understanding? I just want to live my life. and You know, that, that sort of thing. And it was very clear, looking back, looking back now, it was very clearly a, I couldn't handle being challenged. I couldn't handle being opposed. And I couldn't handle being told I was wrong. Because it, it took out major parts of what I believed. 
Um, which leads to the underlying issue of if you can't be questioned or challenged, then you have a fragile belief system, which is the case for a, a lot of, I'll call it shallow Christianity that is taught and believed and preached in many places today. Um, it's almost a Christian atheism of sorts. People are all about the community and the vibes and less about actually following the Bible and having a faith. But that'd be something for another episode. Um, coming back to this idea, though, of Christians being persecuted here in the West and America and I, I believe that it's it's more of a complex and there is a various places that hold and use this terminology right Christian persecution complex um, because that's what it is most often in the West especially if you're a Caucasian or white presenting person especially cisgendered um, talking about persecution it, 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 it happens a little bit more now as we start ramping into these extreme kind of ends of political and religious ideologies where there is intolerance to conversation um, where they perhaps do attack persecute people for their not extreme religious beliefs but in general um, Christians in America in the West are not persecuted they're disagreed with there is a lot of people pushing back against the idea that Christianity needs to be the you know, partnered and, and married with the political system and control and rule everything, which is, in America at least, counter to founding uh, founding fathers' ideologies, uh, and it's counter to a gospel-centric uh, way of life or to even Jesus' actions, an example, which would make it counter to Christian. Uh, pure Christianity. Um, but that is often more times where it's coming up, right? People are, are saying things on social media or they're standing on a street corner and they're spouting or shouting different ideologies and thoughts. And when people disagree or want to debate or question or, or explore or in conversation expose a weakness in someone's beliefs rather than say, oh, you know, that's a good point, I don't know, or, or move along, or stop interacting and go research and pray or reflect, whatever it may be, people all of a sudden flip and play defenseless, like, I'm being attacked. That's just not the case. It is entirely a complex that oftentimes is spouted by the likes of megachurch pastors and those that are in the Christian nationalist group. And it is, it's just, it's, 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 I don't want to sound mean, but it, it's kind of pathetic. 
to just flip over and start crying because people aren't taking what you have to say without some questions or some pushback or debate. And it's it's certainly sad, and I have sympathy for people who hold those positions. Again, I had positions more like that. And I remember sitting in college, um, uh, like 20, 21 years old, uh, debating with a good friend of mine who was an atheist, and just not having answers, and knowing that this is a friend, someone I cared about and loved, and I could not be a victim to them because they were not attacking me. But they were giving me all the criticisms, all the teardowns that I could not handle, you know, even two years earlier. And it was such an interesting experience. And and I have that and use that in the way of, of, of holding sympathy and care for the people that do kind of roll over and scream attack when no one's attacking them. But I also, right, I understand, and I hope that you understand, that there is no attack being happen, happening at a, a grand scale, and that this ideology, this complex, actually does more harm than good because it doesn't allow for faith to grow, it doesn't allow for beliefs to be challenged which needs to happen. Jesus challenged people. Jesus was challenged. Moses was challenged. Uh, Elijah, Elisha, uh, all sorts of people in the Bible, including Jesus, a, a representation of God on earth, handled this all without actually being persecuted and just took it and processed it and responded in a generally loving, caring manner. And if something was out of step with what is biblical and you know God-centric, Christ-centric, gospel-centric, responded perhaps in rebuke, but still in love. And this idea that we are being persecuted here in the West all the time is just not true and it allows for a weak uh, ability to handle criticism that doesn't give you it doesn't give rise to strong roots in your faith that, that's the, the crux of what I'm trying to get at and I, I keep perhaps leading uh, off of the same base here but that, that's the point. There are places in, like in China, in the Middle East, in uh, different parts of Africa where there is persecution. There's legit persecution. People are being hung, stoned, crucified, arms cut off, other parts of their body bro- uh, broken, cut off. There, there is legit oppression. Here in the U.S., there is persecution of people who are Jewish. Their homes are attacked. They are attacked. Their synagogues are attacked. There is legit persecution of queer people and trans people, more more specifically lately. 
there is legit persecution in our country here in, in America and in the West and in the world. But generally speaking, Christianity is opposed and challenged in very gentle ways compared to all of those other people. And the loud, obnoxious way of screaming and crying, foul play, that that happens when we lead into this Christian uh, persecution complex simply leads to intolerance because people don't want to tolerate whiny, screaming, crying people who are, are not actually being harmed. I'm going to end it there for this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts, your perspectives on this topic um, and and what what your thoughts, what your beliefs, what data or proof you have to suggest otherwise to this position or anything else uh, related to this topic. I'd love to hear from you. love to have a conversation about it. Um, perhaps we can have a follow-up episode in the future. Uh, down in the show notes is all of the contact for the podcast. You can reach out on social media, through email, through the website. Uh, I hope that you will reach out so that we can have a conversation and make this a better podcast for all who listen. If you're listening on Spotify, there will be a spot in the episode description where you can respond directly in the episode description. As always, I hope that you are doing well. Know that God loves you so very much, and there is nothing that you or anyone else can do about it. And we'll see you in the next episode.